Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I am your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, registered dietitian, personal trainer, and business coach. This podcast is your weekly dose of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development, and business growth mixed all in one. Because as you grow as a human, so does your impact and your income. My mission is to change the health and happiness of society, and I'm beyond excited to have you here. So let's dive into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and happy, well, it's Saturday. Um, and it might not be morning for you guys, but welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I am your host, Johnny Marie Agresta, multiple six-figure business owner, registered dietitian, personal trainer, business mentor, spiritual human, and I am here today to help you make more money in your business by sharing the number one tips that I have for you guys, the number one things that I have done, that I help my clients do, that made us way more fucking money. And when I say that these tips that I give you are these shifts that I'm going to share really, really impacted the way in which um, I received money or how quickly I received more money. Like I'm seriously not lying to you. I wouldn't lie to you guys. I don't really lie ever. <laughs> let alone to you guys and trying to help you. So I want you to take this super seriously. I want you to realize that all of these tips are going to change the game for your business. So I am filming on a Saturday morning, um, which is weird for me. I've only done this a few times over the past few years. And um, I've just been really, really inspired in the morning times to like write content and create emails and put my brain together and like kind of like work earlier which is really weird because if you've worked with me over the past year or so you know that like I don't work before 11 a.m um but I've been realizing that that no longer works for me and yeah I like as an entrepreneur we get to like change our schedule as it feels good we get to you know I'll wake up at different times. <laughs> we get to go to bed at different times. We get to be messy. We get to have it all together. Like, and, and it just looks different at different times of our life. And right now, for some reason, my brain is like, let's go. <laughs> so it's 9.22 a.m. Um, and I you know, just wrote some content and stuff like that. And I was inspired to film this for you guys. So let's do the thing. Um, with that being said, the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind is open for enrollment. The link is down below. If you are somebody who wants to go bolder, wants to go bigger with your message, with what you are here to do, with your mission, you want to make infinitely more money than you do right now, but not necessarily work more for it. Um, but you want to be more intentional about it and you want to attract more than expensive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind is for you. And if you haven't already taken my real as fuck biz quiz down below, it is a quick, I think like 10 question quiz that is going to basically help me audit your business on a strategic level. So the mastermind is not business strategy. The mastermind is more manifestation and energy work and self-belief work, mindset work, all the things. Um, but the real as fuck biz quiz is where you can get my eyes on your business for free. And I give you an individualized response once you fill it out. So if you are someone who is either just starting out or trying to get the, to get to the next level of your business and you want strategy help, um, and you want somebody's eyes on your business, I would love to be that person. So all of that is down below. 
Okay, now let's get into it. <laughs> okay, so I have five tips here or five things we will go over for the most impactful shifts you can make to make more money. Um, that you can make to make more money. I might have to change that, but I might just leave it. It's fine. Um, the first thing that, oh my goodness, it was so, so, so impactful for me was being unapologetic about the amount of money that I desired. And you can replace money with like um, the way, you know, you want your life to be, the way you want your health to be or your body to look or it, it, it can be anything. It can even just be like envisioning um, the world after you step into your power and after people work with you, like whatever it is, just being unapologetic about it. But today we're talking specifically about money. So that's what I will go into. Now, let's give you a little bit of a backstory. I first heard of this concept um, when I was at Pays to be Brave. It is Angie Lee's uh, business conference. I don't know if she still does it. I really didn't follow her before I went there. I was just invited there by my coach and I was like, sure, I'll go. And um, there was a massive conference, like over 1,500 people, I believe. And um, one of the ladies, Allison uh, Burke, something like that. She's a black woman, um, super beautiful human. And she just had like the most energy in the fucking world. And I love that. I love that high energized people. And she came on stage and she started to talk about this concept of being unapologetic. And I was like, oh, I love that. And like, I, at that point I had already been making like $5,000, $6,000 a month. And it was kind of consistent. And I went, and I think that it was in August was that conference. And then I think it was September that I had my first like, uh, $14,000 a month. And, um, it was at that moment at the conference when I heard her say that word that it just resonated with me. I was like, I'm not being unapologetic. I'm like fucking hiding behind it. I feel bad for it. I, I'm not even getting clear on what I want. I'm just like allowing the money to come in. And I'm like, cool, $5,000 is way more than enough to cover my bills. Great. At the time, um, <laughs> now it would not be, but at the time it did. Um, and I was just very grateful for it. And I was just happy that my business was taking off. But... I was like, I do want way more. Holy fuck, what do I want? And that's when I got really fucking clear that I wanted to make over $10,000 every single month. And the next month I did. And so it's not as just like simple as like doing that, <laughs> saying I'm going to be unapologetic and then like the money comes. But it's about owning what you desire and allowing every action you take to add up to that. So that month I started taking on business coaching clients. That month I started increasing my prices as a health coach because I was still a health coach at that time. Um, actually, my business coaching prices and my health coaching prices were both the same, ironically. <laughs> now they would be too, but I currently don't work with anybody in health, but I digress. Um, but I started doing the things to like put myself out there more, get bolder with my content, like go out and give people free business audits or whatever I was doing. And I started to own my space. Right, so I wasn't just unapologetic about the amount of money that I wanted. Like that was a big shift in me. I'm like, and I like decided I'm going to make this. This is mine. I allow myself to have this. I allow myself to receive it. It was also this owning of everything else. 
owning of all the parts of myself, owning my power, owning my strength, owning the fact that I was epic at what I fucking did. And I got louder on Instagram. I started talking about sex. I started taking sexier pictures. I started, um, you know, just showing the world, like, this is why you can use my help. Right. And one of the biggest things that I see entrepreneurs hide behind is the fact that I'm here to help you (laughs) and you need me. Right. I can, I can guide you in your, in your journey, right? And it's like, we're so scared to say that we have something that people need. We're so scared to say the word that, uh, or the words that my, my services are needed, right? Even that might feel more comfortable than like, you need my help, right? I feel like when it's directed towards like the word you, like specific people, it's like we feel bad for saying that. Whereas like if you are here to help, why do we feel bad for that? Oh, because there's money exchanged? Oh, okay, we got some cleaning up to do there. <laughs> right? And so if we get to this place of just being unapologetic about the money that we desire, it becomes infinitely easier to attract it because it feels cleaner. It feels clearer. We've put out into the universe what exactly it is that we want. We envision it daily, we meditate on it, we visualize it coming in, we feel what it's like to hold that money, to have that money, what we get to do with that money gets to feel really good, right? And then the people that we impact as a result of that just grows, right? When I started getting really unapologetic about the money that I desired and the business that I desired, I, well, in this case, it was more money at that time of the story that I told you, um, I started just helping more and more and more people at a full roster of one-on-one clients. I had, I think, seven or eight people in group coaching programs. I had more people coming in for health intensives and business intensives. And my impact just significantly grew all because I got unapologetic about what I actually wanted. Right? And I stopped feeling bad for it. Okay, Which brings me to number two, numero dos. I want you to know that it's okay to want more money just to want more money. Now, if your bills are covered, right, whether you're getting help from people or you're still living at home or you have enough money to cover your bills, whatever it is, it's all okay, but it's okay to want more money just to want more money. Same thing when it comes to a client and wanting more money from one specific client, which I'll get into in a minute. Like, It's okay for you to say, that I want more money. I want to have an overflow of money as Amanda, Francis, as Amanda Francis talks about, and I'm sure a lot of other money people do. It's okay to want to have in the bank, always have money left over, have more money left over every single month. See higher payments come in, right? Transfer money out of your PayPal account or Venmo, or, or well, you shouldn't be using Venmo. I still don't think that they accept business stuff. Maybe they do now. I don't know. Um, whatever you use, I use PayPal. Um, but it's okay to transfer that out and see thousands of dollars left in there, multiple tens of thousands, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars left in there. Like it's okay to have that. It's okay to spend a lot on yourself and still have more. You know, so often we feel like we are in this place of, I can't spend that on myself. When I have more money, then I'm going to feel more comfortable spending on ourselves. But then we don't feel comfortable having more money because then we don't actually feel more comfortable spending on ourselves. And that's the thing we wanted to do with that money. Does that make sense? <laughs> right, and I remember when I got to this place of finally making like way more money than I needed, which was around like 
20, consistently about $20,000 was at the time, like what I needed to have, like way more than enough money where I was just spending whatever I wanted. We were eating out. Um, we were eating good food all the time. Um, I had my gym memberships. I was buying some clothing here and there, sometimes way more than I ever needed. And that's for a different conversation. (laughs) I no longer opt to spend my money on that, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, and it was just, I was paying a lot of team members. I had seven team members at the time. Um, I was paying off my credit cards every single month. It was the first time that I had this experience where I did all of that and then I was saving (laughs) and I still had money left over and then more money would come in and I was like, ah, this is magical. (laughs) This is great. My rent is paid. Joe's not working. Like we have one fucking income and this is way more than enough money for everything. (laughs) And then I felt bad. I remember going to my coach. I'm like, I don't really need more money, right? I was like, do I need it? Like, if this is more than enough, do I need it? And at the time I was like, eh, I could use it. That would be great. I would love to have more. Oh, actually I fucking would love to have more. (laughs) And then all of a sudden my body retracted. My body was like, no, you don't need more. No, you're greedy for that. No, you're this for that. No, you're that for that. Right. And it, it wasn't more comfortable to spend on myself it stopped being comfortable to spend on myself, even though I had more than enough money continuously coming in, guaranteed coming in. Like it was just, you know, you would look at it from an outsider and be like, why would you be scared to spend that? Why would you not feel like you could spend that? And it had nothing to do with the physical money. It had to do with the fact that I didn't feel good enough to hold that amount of money plus more. Right. And as a result, my income wavered and all that stuff. And here we are. I don't share my income goals or what I make currently, because I have decided to no longer share that before I 100% feel comfortable or ready or solidified in what I have and that it's going to be consistent. Um, That is something that I learned from last year that I changed. So I no longer share that with you guys, but I have goals and um, yeah, things that I'm getting to in the next few months that are going to be way bigger than that. And I'm really excited for that because it finally feels clean. It finally feels clear. It finally feels like it's coming in the right way through my business and and my work. And so that's besides the point, but it's okay to want more money is what I'm telling you. You don't have to feel bad for it. You don't have to feel like you have to give it away or like there's something wrong with you or, Um, as I wrote on my Instagram this morning, us as health professionals, if you are one who is not a doctor, I don't know if I have any doctors listening to me, but if I do, I would love to fucking know that you're here. I love you. I love anybody who's here, but, um, you know, we feel bad for, or there's a part of us that doesn't feel like we can make as much as a doctor. We, it's been ingrained in us that if you didn't become X, a professor, uh, this, uh, that, a doctor, even a nurse as registered dietitians. We've all contemplated going back to become nurses, <laughs> um, exercise scientists, you know, should I become a per, uh, physical, uh, physical therapist? There we go. I forgot what that word was for a second. Right. And we're just like, we need to do that to make more money. We need to be somebody else to make more money. We need, we should have done that to make more money. And so what becomes your norm in business? I need to do something else to make more money. I need to get another certification. I need to get another uh, degree. 
right? Meanwhile, the degrees are only there to enhance you as a human. It's not going to dictate how much you make. As an entrepreneur, you get to dictate that. Now, if you want to become a doctor, if you want to become a physical therapist, if you want to own a fitness center or whatever it is, please go and do it. But do not do it just because you think you need to do that to make more money because you fucking do not. I have helped so many health clients just start their business, grow to six figures, make their next six figures, and do it in a much more aligned way than if they had gone back to become, you know, whatever. So know that it's okay to want more money and understand that you can charge more where it feels good and where it feels needed, which is number three. Be willing to charge more where it feels good and where it's needed. Now, um, <laughs> I'm going to use my husband as an example. And he totally gives me permission to do so. Um, But he has been through a lot of iterations of his business. Um, He has gone from being a (laughs) online health coach, in-person personal trainer. He worked at Orange Theory for a long time, kind of on and off. Um, And then he got into marketing and Instagram engagement and uh, sales on Instagram lead conversions, which he's fucking epic at. He's had a long history of selling. Um, and client connections and all of that stuff. And um, one of the biggest things that I see him repeat, as well as many of my other clients, um, but his is like the most real in my head right now, is he doesn't fucking charge enough (laughs) for his clients per client, whether it's personal training or um, Instagram marketing and engagement and content creation. Like he just never charges enough. So I see him work and work and work and he makes more money because then you know he'll raise it a little bit or a hundred dollars here or a hundred dollars there um some of his uh personal training clients pay him a thousand dollars a month some of his um marketing clients also pay him a thousand dollars a month and every single time he takes in a new client he gets so excited and then now he just has more work to do and physically cannot actually make more money <laughs> And so, yes, he can do like group trainings and yes, he can do like, you know, master classes or do it yourself group programs and stuff like that. But let's be real. We love to work with the actual human. Most of us, I've had some clients who are like, I don't fucking want to coach, which is fine. But realistically, like we love to see clients go from like, I'm struggling to working with us and then being like, wow, I'm still struggling in some ways and I'm always going to struggle, but look at all that I created, look at my health, look at my business, look at this, look at that, right? That is like the most fulfilling thing as a coach. That's why we became a coach, because we actually want to see that transformation in people, right? And so it's like, you can only take on so many people. And if you keep underselling yourself, which many people don't even charge a thousand dollars per month and I've had some clients say that they still only charge 200 or 300 or some leads saying that they charge only 200 or 300 and if that's enough for you beautiful but you have to get real with yourself and I always challenge my husband to do this and it's very hard because like I try not to coach him and I try not to tell him like hey you're gonna make this mistake and I've seen you do it before because like you know you don't want your spouse watching you all the fucking time it's uncomfortable, right? Um, but he keeps learning that lesson. He's like, fuck, I'm undercharging. Fuck, I'm undercharging, right? Every new client, fuck, I'm undercharging. Now I'm stuck with this client for three months and I'm so excited for it, but I'm exhausted, right? And so it's like, you have to get real with yourself. Is it actually enough? 
And when I'm saying this, I feel that there's a lot of you who are saying no fucking way in hell it's not enough. I know it's not enough. But I'm so scared to charge more, right? I'm so scared to raise my price and have clients leave me. I'm so scared to raise my price and have nobody else sign up because I'm already, I'm not filled right now. Guys, I think one of the biggest lies in business coaching that I haven't heard particularly, um, maybe one of my first business coaches, I was in a group coaching program. One of the first group uh, mentors that I had, um, had recommended like, oh, you know, like when you sell this out, then you can raise your prices or then you should raise your prices. And, um, I I didn't really listen to that. I think she may have like guided us in that way as like a, you know, general recommendation. I never felt true for me. So I just didn't listen. Um, (laughs) But uh, if it works for some people, cool. Um, But um, you don't have to wait till you do anything to charge more for your services. You don't have to wait for your one-on-ones to be filled up to create a group coaching program. You don't have to wait until, you know, you have X amount of clients at this price point to raise this. You don't have to wait till you invest a certain amount ugh, in order to raise your prices. With that being said, all of those things give you more confidence. I think when I was paying um, my first one-on-one coach over $3,000 a month when I was completely broken every single month. I just, I learned to just fucking attract that amount of money and have just enough every single fucking month to pay her. I realized like, oh, it is possible to pay thousands of dollars per month, which was an obscene amount of money for me at that time. I was like, people do this. This is a scam. What is going on? <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm doing this. And then I did it. And then every single month I was like, oh, if I can make this payment, that means other people can make this payment. And if my coach deserves this amount of money, that means I deserve this amount of money. And so while I don't think that it's necessary for you to um, invest a certain amount in order to charge a certain amount. What I do know to be true is that when you invest a certain amount, it makes you more comfortable around just exchanging that money, receiving it, giving it, and therefore you become more neutralized around that, right? So that's one thing. Second thing around, you know, filling up your coaching before you raise your prices. Again, I don't think that's necessary. I have never waited for that to be a rule. I simply get to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm giving a lot and I cannot physically give any more and run my business without receiving more money because money allows me to be more open. I get to be more open to receive money, but also money allows me to be more open because I can hire more team members. I can take on less clients, right? And then all of that gives me the space to be a better coach. It gives me the space and the money to invest in other coaches for me to up-level myself and be a better coach, get better systems, or um, open myself up energetically to receive more money, right? And so it's like when you receive, when you get to this point, you just know that it's time for me to increase my prices, right? And if you try, and if you get to that point and you try and um, sell your coaching at a lower price point, it will not work because you are out of alignment with it or it will work and you will hate it. <laughs> you will feel so fucking drained, right? 
So choosing a price that you charge per client has absolutely nothing to do with how many clients you've worked with in the past or how many clients you currently have. It has to do with that energetic exchange and what you need to show up for that client as the best coach for that client. This is why when clients ask me like, oh, can we just do... Um, if they're scared to commit for a longer time frame, uh, my one-on-ones, I do about six months, typically. Sometimes I do have intensives available for you guys, but uh, and that's just one month for like one specific topic if you wanted to work on content or your sales or whatever, or your coaching program, your next coaching program, your next launch. But um, for my one-on-ones who come to me and like they want to completely you know, change their business or start their business... Um, I work, I require six months, 99% of the time, because that's the amount of time it's going to take me. Right. So when clients go, Hey, can we just commit for three months? And then, you know, I'll pay you today. (laughs) They kind of pull that, which I get. And I validate and I understand I've been there too. And I say, um, I'll either say like, yes, I can, because I don't know if it, I think we can do a lot in three months or 99% of the time I say no, because, Hey, I need six months to overhaul all of this with you. There's too much work that we need to do and I don't just want to take your money because after three months, you're not going to be satisfied with the work that we're going to do. We're going to do a lot in three months, right? But not what I want to see from your business and what we've agreed upon, right? And so sometimes they don't sign and sometimes they're like, wow, thank you. And then they do. Or either way, they say, wow, thank you for being honest, right? So it's like, it's not about my the time frame that you commit clients to, the amount that you commit clients for, the just everything in the container that you create and the pricing that you choose has to do with your energy and has to do with what it's going to take for that client to truly change, right? And so it has very little, if not nothing, to do with anything that's happened previously other than the experience that you've had coaching X amount of clients, right? So if you're waiting to fill up your one-on-one before you charge more and your one-on-one, let's say you want eight clients, which still is a lot of clients, but for one-on-one, at least for me, um, but let's say you want eight, right? The issue is that if you commit clients for eight clients for six months, you know, at $300, now you're stuck with that client for only $1,800 for six months, right? And three months down the line, you're like, shit, well, I need more money. And, you know, having eight clients at $300 is just not enough money, right? So now you're stuck with that for six months and you're energetically capped out, right? Does that make sense (laughs) to get you to where you want? Absolutely not, because it's going to take you six months to even have energy to create another program or work on a different aspect of your business, right? And so the biggest thing that I like to teach my clients is to sell high ticket programs in the beginning, right? Which means you have to be insanely confident about what you are doing as a coach, which means that you have to find that powerful side of you and you have to be confident in your sales skills, right? And you have to know how to connect to people and stuff like that. But that does not require you to have a certain amount of clients that you've previously worked with, because you can work with X amount of clients and still not feel confident in yourself. (laughs) Confidence is an internal thing about when you tap into that place of what you are here to do and how important your energy is and how valuable your energy is. Right? And so that's why in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind, I've cultivated it so that we can work through anything that's holding you back. We can manifest 
the amount of money that you want per client overall, and you can get to that place of internal connection to yourself so that nothing outside of yourself, a client who says that, oh, I'm not happy with your services or a client who defaults on their payments and just goes to you or a lead who says, no, I'm not paying that. It doesn't waver your confidence in yourself and your ability to go after what you want. Because if you based your confidence and the unapologeticness that I want you to embrace based off of anything external, all of that's going to waver. And the goal is to get to this place of constantly being confident, constantly being unapologetic, and also constantly learning and growing, right? And so when it comes to the impactful shifts that you need to make in order to make more money, being in that unapologetic state continuously, knowing that it's okay to want more money, just to want more money will allow you to continuously grow and not feel wrong or greedy or bad or anything of that nature. And having that willingness to charge more when it feels good and where it's truly needed, all will compound into this place of making a massive income and massive impact, right? You guys know that I'm massive <laughs> on those, uh, on that phrase, right? Okay, number four, we got two more. Stop giving power to the belief that you have to be someone different, that you have to be a doctor, that you have to look like so-and-so <laughs> or be as thin as so-and-so or look as put together as so-and-so when you show up on Instagram or that you need more followers. Oh my goodness, this is a a massive one. (laughs) I always talk about this. Like when you stop giving power to the beliefs that are holding you back, the bullshit beliefs that are telling you that you're not good enough, that you don't have enough followers, that you don't have this, that you don't have that, that you need this, that you need that, they they stop having power over you. And on my Instagram the other day, let me pull it up. I did a swipey post about this. Um, I think it was on Thursday. Today is Saturday. So on the 4th, I think it was. And I was talking about bullshit beliefs that are holding you back from... uh, Sorry, Instagram just let me know know that I can actually create and share posts directly from my computer. That is amazing. Um, we've never had that before. Okay. Bullshit beliefs that hold you back from growing your impact and income, right? First one is people don't value their health. Bullshit. Of course they fucking do. People only care about weight loss. They might care about what their body looks like, but if you teach them how to tap into that true state of strength, happiness, and health internally, they will realize that it was never actually about the weight loss. The way your body looks is a very small percentage of like what we actually care about in the fucking world um you can't make a good living as a health professional unless you're a doctor we've done that before right and so you can add the content one to that i need a bigger following or i can't make x amount until i have a certain size following like the list goes on and so if you continuously give power to these thoughts that are just holding you back they're going to have power over you right? And you have a choice to believe them or not. You have a choice to believe that you have to be somebody else or not. And when you stop believing that you have to be anybody else different or have anything else different, you can accept the money that you desire right now. For me, the biggest shift, um, when I first started, I'll go back to when I first started, 
and then I'll go into content. Um, when I first started, it was like I was a registered dietitian. I was a personal trainer. I think at that point I was just approaching a decade of being in the health industry, of selling health programs, of uh, working at health centers, things like that, of being a personal trainer, um, a nutritionist, and all the things. And I realized that at no point of my previous journey had I actually felt confident. Not when I got my certified personal, not when I became certified, not when I got an exercise science degree, not when I got a better certification, not when I got straight A's in all my classes, not when I graduated with two bachelors and I was like one out of like two or three people in my program that got a degree in dietetics and exercise science. They were both super fucking difficult. Um, not when I got, uh, not when I was, uh, accepted into my dietetic internship, not when I passed my RD, like fucking never. And I was like, Johnny, if you don't feel good now having all of these things, when the fuck are you going to feel good? Right. Oh, is it when you graduate with your master's? And I was like, probably not because I hate the information I'm learning. It's literally fucking useless. It's a waste of my time. And I can do my research on my own. Um, you know, and learn on my own and I can always come back if I want. Like, it, it was like, I had to realize and get real with myself that I was never going to be any better than as I am now. Like I was always fucking good enough. And I didn't want to live my life in this place of you're not fucking good enough, Johnny, you need something else. Right. And that, that caused me to be at the mercy of working for other people. And I say mercy because it was shitty fucking pay and it was overworking and I hated waking up in the morning. I hated going to jobs. I tried so many and I was just like, you need to stop (laughs) and just fucking know you're good enough right now. And of course I, you know, started working with manifestation and personal development work and all the things I teach in the mastermind. And it was at that moment that I was like, I'm going to stop giving power to anything that makes me not feel good. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say, what am I being invited or called to learn about myself or, you know, where can I dive deeper into this or where can I expand as a human and expand my knowledge or the way I'm living my life, but I'm not going to ever not feel good enough. (laughs) And of course it's a lie because I still struggle with this today, but I moved through it way fucking easier. (laughs) And it's way less than it used to be. My thoughts used to be consumed with the fact that you don't have enough of this and you should have done that. You should have become a doctor. Um, you know, blah, blah. You don't know this. Remember, so-and-so knows this. You don't. The list fucking goes on. And that's an exhausting, useless way to live because it just makes you feel like shit about yourself and not do anything that you actually want to do. So <laughs> with that being said, I hope that example resonated with you. Maybe it's not as morbid and miserable as my experience was. <laughs> Or maybe it is. I would love to know. And you can DM me and just let me know if that resonated with you. But um, in terms of content, last example, there's this whole like uh, part of me that's always been envious of people who have a massive following. Like always, always, always. Because I had initially started my fitness Instagram when, you know, all of the other influencers kind of grew. And And, you know, I would get, you know, 30 likes, 50 likes, sometimes 150 likes, whatever it was. And, you know, I always had, when I first started my Instagram, like fucking 10 years ago or something like that, it was my personal one. And, uh, 
yeah, it was just this constant, like, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. She grew quicker than you. She got posted on different fitness pages, and you didn't. You applied for the same fitness page. You're not, you're not skinny enough. You didn't look pretty enough. You weren't, you know, whatever enough. And so I limited my Instagram growth because I stayed small. And if I hadn't, I would have been a massive influencer on Instagram a long time ago. And so there's always this part of me that's like, oh, I wish I had a big following and I will get there and that's perfectly fine. But I don't need to get there. You don't need to get there in order to make a lot of money. And I disproved this. <laughs> like I disproved that need to go viral, to make a lot, of, to have a lot of followers, to get a lot of engagement in order to make a big impact and a big income. I've disproved this time and time and time again, right? So when you stop giving power to the fact that you don't have enough followers and that you should have stayed in the influencer community years ago and blah, 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 and you should pay this person for their viral content instead of just figuring out what you were here to do and doing it and getting louder and getting bolder. And like, if you want to pay the person to learn their style, cool, do it. <laughs> I have a content to sales blueprint that teaches you how to make content turn to cash without a, uh, a big following. So that's literally what I do. The link is in my bio if you want to go and grab it. But um, yeah, you don't have to wait until anything in order to make the money that you want. So stop giving fucking power to it, please. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> In the mastermind, we work through how to actually do that and how to embody this version of you that gets to be really expansive. That's why it's called the expansive as fuck entrepreneur that gets to receive as you are, that gets to um, expand into the like next version of who you want to embody, but understanding you were always enough, right? And getting to where you want, but always being enough, getting to where you want, but always being enough. And that's a hard uh, fine line, <laughs> I want to say, you know, like wanting more clients or wanting more uh, followers and knowing that the followers you have enough, it's are enough. It's a very fine line that I love to coach on. And so the time in the mastermind is going to be four months. We're starting in January and we're going to meet two times a month. It's going to be for about an hour and a half each time, maybe up to two hours, um, depending on, you know, how, how much you guys actually want to use me. Sometimes I have containers where people, you know, love to be on the calls and all that stuff. And other times I have where people want more Voxer access. So whatever it is, is fine. But um, at least 90 minutes. And we do about 20 to 30 minutes of a deep meditation and visualization. Um, we do a lot of healing in that time, a lot of processing in that time, a lot of um, things that help us quantum leap to the next layer of income and business. And so whether you're just starting out and you're making your next hundred thousand dollars or first seven figures, next seven figures, whatever it is, um, this work is needed at every single level. And it's so fucking transformative because it helps you embody who you want to be right now while getting you to where you want to go, because that is the actual answer of getting to where you want to go. Right. Okay. So we have four. Fourth one was stop giving power to the belief that you have to be or do or have anything else. Number five, which is my favorite, and again, is a massive pillar of the expensive as fuck entrepreneur mastermind, is own who the fuck you are. I've been saying, own your message, own your mission, um, own who you are, or whatever the phrase was since my first ever business coaching program. And it was this thing where I realized that 
owning who you are, all of the faults you have, <laughs> all of the things that you think you've fucked up, all of the you know mistakes you have made that you wish you had made something different, like you actually just own them. And you realize that they were never mistakes, that they were never fuck-ups, that anything that you experienced in your life was always getting you to where you actually want to be. We have to stop questioning who we are, right? In addition to that, I, re- I started realizing that I can curse and make a lot of money. <laughs> I can advertise that I don't wear a bra or just clearly not wear a bra because my nipples are showing and <laughs> make a lot of money and gain the respect of people because... I'm owning who I am and that gives people permission to own who they are and you don't have to be for everybody. You're not for everybody. Why would you want to be for everybody? There's people who you don't like (laughs) and you're not going to change who you are to like them (laughs) or vibe with them, right? You just say like, okay, cool, I don't like that person. There's nothing wrong with them. We don't have to judge them. They're just not for me. They're not my people. Cool. Right? And one of the biggest transformations that you can make as an entrepreneur, like in your physical realm, is auditing who you're giving power to and who you're changing yourself for. Right? This is hard because this can be in a relationship. That was me for years. This can be a fr- in a friendship. Right? This can be um, in a job where you, know, you have to dress a certain way, you have to be a certain way, you have to whatever a certain way. You know? And you can think that there's something wrong with you or just realize that that thing is not meant for you. I'll give a bunch of examples and see which one resonates with you guys. First thing was my relationship. My husband um, was at the time a drug dealer. Now he is not. (laughs) Um, He stopped when I met him, but he used to uh, sell weed. He used to take a lot of drugs. He was going to a lot of music festivals and it was kind of like a weekly thing where he would take a lot of drugs and it was just normal for him. And uh, he was always drinking a lot and like his friends just partied a lot and whatever, totally fine. And I grew up like, ne- I'd never smoked weed when I met him I or before I met him. I was never really a big drinker. Maybe I had gotten, like I had a few drinks once in a while, gotten drunk maybe once or twice, like in my teens and early 20s. And it just wasn't for me. And I thought that there was something wrong with me. <laughs> I thought like, I'm trying to hang out with his friends and I like him, but I don't like his friends. Like I just don't resonate with his friends. I don't have anything in common with his friends. I can't fucking speak to them. Um, the way they dress, I just don't understand it. Like, and back then it was coming from a very judgmental place. Now it's not, it's just like, Hey, we're just different. But because I was uncomfortable, I would start to think that some, there was something wrong with me and there was something wrong with them. I would judge both sides. Which sounds crazy because that's obviously not going to help you in any certain way, but it's okay. I'm here now. Um, right. But instead of thinking that something was wrong with me, I could have just looked at the situation or something was wrong with them. I could have just looked at the situation that they're just different than I am and that's totally fine. But that doesn't mean that I have to change the way I dress. That doesn't mean that I have to like music festivals. That doesn't mean that I have to like taking drugs. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I've tried this many times and I am just not a person who is comfortable in big groups. I hate big groups. They're the most uncomfortable thing for me. Not like if I'm in a conference or something like that, but more so like, you know, big groups of friends or music festival things where, you know, everybody's like talking to each other and, you know, vibing with each other. I just become a hermit. If I'm in a group where it's more than like five or six people, I become a hermit. I'm the person sitting in the corner playing with the dog. (laughs) True stories on many occasions, you know? So it's like, the minute that I stopped caring that I was just different, 
and just realize I am different and that's fine, that there's people out there for me, that's when I started feeling more comfortable in my relationship in meeting his friends and being around his friends, being in scenarios like that where if I do go to a music venue or a group, I'm just like, yeah, I'm the weird person in the corner. That's fine. You're weird in your ways. I'm weird in my ways. We both get to be weird. Or I just say I'm not going, <laughs> which has been the common theme of my life recently. Right? And then if we move into um, you know, the, the health professional world, and it's the last example I give because then I have to go get ready for an orange theory class. But um, the last example is like as a health professional, I, <laughs> I always felt so awkward. I was in gym settings and I was, you know, the personal trainer there and or the coach. And I was just always like astounded at how much I knew compared to other personal trainers and again not saying that it's bad or I'm better than them or anything like that but just scientifically anatomically human psychology wise um the way I coach my clients mobility wise form wise there I was just always the person who knew the most and I was just like oh this is uninspiring I hate being in this position, right? I want to be around other people who know more than me. And then, of course, I went in that position and then I felt too small and I was like, ah, I'm not good enough, right? Either way, I wasn't owning who I was. <laughs> and then as a dietitian, you know, I was forced to be all professional. <laughs> God forbid I cursed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, you know, I had to write in very specific ways when I was charting in the computer. I had to speak in very specific ways. I had to... Um, you know, counsel in very specific ways and ways that I disagreed with or make recommendations that I disagreed with, but, you know, require, were required for state or whatever it is. Like, I just felt off. I had to wear clothing that I just fucking hated. <laughs> and it just wasn't for me, right? And so instead of thinking that there was something wrong with me, which for years I did, I just realized that that thing, the job, the professional world and the way that most of the world things is professional was not for me and that was the moment when I end up fucking freed when I ended up becoming an entrepreneur and saying I'm going to do this my way right has the thought come in where like you know if I go back to my college or one of my colleges and I say like hey can I you know do a court do a class here or whatever for free or whatever on entrepreneurship and the health professional world like the thought of if they look at my Instagram would they allow me to do it is a hundred percent there but the realistic thing is if they say no, then I'm not meant to teach there. And that's totally fucking cool. I'm going to do it in my own way. <laughs> I can 100% tap into that college air arena without going through my school. I can get my mission out there in a different way. right? So by owning who the fuck you are, you open up so many possibilities. You not only stay comfortable in your life and in your body, but then you also attract what you want and you create the opportunities that enhance who you are and what you are here to do. And you are in front of the right people instead of being in front of the wrong people. Right? And so all of this to say that in order to make more money, you have to make these shifts. And when you make these shifts, they expand you way quicker than if you had you know, just checked off the boxes uh, you know, to get more leads, convert more leads, get more people into a free challenge or go on different Facebook groups or whatever the thing is. 
that when we talk about attraction, this is what happens. Like imagine if you operated from this place of being massively unapologetic, knowing that it's okay to have more money, just to want more money, be willing to charge more and actually raise your prices when it feels good and when you need it. Instead of feeling bad, like everyone's going to fucking leave you and you're never going to sign any clients. What if you stopped giving power to the belief that you have to be someone different and actually owned who the fuck you are and allowed the right things to come to you? Like what if you operated from that place? Right? That's a place we get to in the Expansive as Fuck Entrepreneur Mastermind. And as a result of that, you can check out all the testimonials on the landing page from the three beautiful humans who were in it last year um, or this past year. Um, like when you operate from this place, magic fucking happens. And not that we don't do the strategy. Like, of course we do. We still show up. But because you're showing up from this different energy, you attract different things, better things, easier things, more fucking money, way easier than ever before, right? And so whether you choose to join the mastermind or you don't, I want you to implement these shifts. And I hope that this was massively helpful. But if you do want to join the mastermind, I would absolutely love to have you. Yes, we do have limited spots. There are 15 spots available. Um, but if you want one of them, definitely comment, uh, not comment down below. This is a fucking podcast, Johnny. This is a podcast. You can either DM me or just directly fill out the application. Um, yeah, all the information is there that you need to know. And, um, I would absolutely love to help you change the trajectory of your business starting in January, 2022. Whew. Oh, and if you have any questions, please let me know. You can just simply DM me. Um, with that being said, I'm going to go and work out at Orange Theory. Um, yeah, I started going, I think, yeah, November was my first month back since I had been sick a few months ago. A few, yeah, about uh, in August, I got really sick, August into September. And like my breathing wasn't normal and my heart rate was super high and all of these things. And so finally I felt good enough to go back. And so I did, and I've been absolutely loving it. My body has been adjusting beautifully and I've been manifesting some certain things to change in my physical body. And I'm really excited for that. So we have lots expanding here, lots changing. Um, but I will take you guys on the ride with me. I love you. Thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode.